1: Welcome back to another episode of the science and spirituality podcast, bringing the energy. And this podcast episode, we're going to be diving into simple practices to increase consciousness, because a couple of weeks ago we started what we called a series on accessing higher levels of consciousness. And it was a couple of weeks ago that we had the episode on what does that even mean? So if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend starting there because then this episode will make much more sense. Yeah. But even if you don't listen to it, it'll still make sense because these things can help you expand in your awareness and consciousness. So uh, yeah, let's dive into it.
0: Yeah. And I i mean, honestly, just maybe like a two sentence recap, just so sure. that when people are listening to these tips, they can look at it in the context of raising consciousness. And the way that I like to look at it is it's, it's raising your awareness so that you can be more in the present moment so that when you're trying to change your life or trying to change a pattern, you... You'll understand or know when you need to make new decisions mm-hmm. because, in the absence of that, we're just on autopilot and yeah. we're not actually living in the seat of our consciousness, and that's the only place where we can ever make decisions. So, when you're listening to these tips, think of it in the reference of that, helping you make better decisions, helping you stay more aware in the moment. Exactly, because just the word you use, autopilot,
1: is the key is that if we're not conscious or if we're not expanding our consciousness or accessing higher levels of consciousness then the only other thing that we could be doing is living by our patterns or the autopilot, the subconscious patterns that control our life. And then we feel like we can't change our life or we don't control our life. But when we expand consciousness, then we gain more of that, our own power back. Yeah. So
0: yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. And dude, and and like also too, just another caveat, a lot of these things are going to seem simple yeah it's because they it's because they are it's like because raising raising consciousness is like something that or and becoming more aware is something that humans were innately supposed to do yeah and it's like with technology and all this stuff we've almost been put to sleep and so this is almost like a coming back to who we really are and so these things are going to seem really simple but if you actually practice them and practice them consistently you're actually going to see a lot of change in your consciousness
1: Exactly. Um, and on that point, actually, yeah. just one other thing, and then we'll get yeah. into the main practices, <laughs> is that um, it I invite you to be you be, go at this with a beginner's mind. Yeah. Because like you shared, it's like they're going to be simple things, but check in. You may have heard some of these things before, but how how are you practicing them? How often are you practicing them? Have you ever even tried it? Because you may have heard something is like, oh, yeah, I know that. But if your life is not reflecting the knowledge, then it's just an intellectual knowing, but not a grounded knowingness where you're living your life by it. So mm-hmm. that's a challenge that we have for you as we go through this. So let's go. You All share right. first. You All choose right, one st- out of the list.
0: No, and, and I'll start because the, and I'm kind of, I kind of combine two, but I, I guess the walking and admiring nature is sure. the two that I use the most, especially because me and my girlfriend just moved to a new place. And there's a lot of stress that goes on with moving and we can get wrapped up in that stress of figuring out where all the furniture is going to go, having your house kind of turned upside down. And so it's, it's been difficult to like stay in a place of like awareness and stay in the present moment, but we go on walks and we walk around. And as we walk, we like, we we view nature. And the key here is like when you're walking is actually pay attention to what's going on around you. Cause so many times like we'll go on walks or, you know, we'll, I don't know, like go for a drive or something, but we're still constantly replaying stories over and over and over again in our head. And we're staying, and when we do that, we stay stuck in the level of consciousness that we currently are operating from. So when you're going on these walks and you're out in nature, just listen, like listen for the birds, like look at the trees, like listen to how the wind like blows through the trees. And when you do this, it's, it's a practice in staying in the present moment. And like we talked about in the last episode and what we touched on in the beginning of this, when you stay in the present moment that's the that's really the only place of power where you can be to make new decisions and new choices in your life and so going on walks like this and paying attention to things around you helps build that muscle of staying in the present moment so when you come back inside or like you go throughout your day you can and like a a stressful moment hits or like you're falling back into a pattern you can remember the awareness and the consciousness you had on your walk it's like oh like, let me just notice what's going on around me. Let me notice what's going on inside of me. Let me notice the thoughts that I'm having. And then from that place, you can choose a different choice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think this also goes back to a, a quote that I know we've said so- at some point on this podcast is that uh, it's by Ralph Waldo Emerson, and he says that the vibration of nature is perfect. Yeah. The vibration of nature is perfect. So when you get outside, and you're walking around, then you're, and you're admiring nature, then you're connecting with this vibration that is a higher frequency than is what you're in your auto autopilot. Yeah. And I think it's also as well as like, I mean, in my experience of admiring nature or taking walks is that it provides me a new perspective because especially I, I, especially with COVID and the pandemic, like most people are, are living their lives most days in the same pattern, the same Mm -hmm. routine, same place, even like for me, I've worked from home for years now, five or six years. And so there are days that I don't actually leave my apartment because I don't need to and I don't want to. But then when I take a walk outside and go out into nature, it gives me a new perspective. So it's a way to raise consciousness because you get out of the autopilot of your normal life and you're viewing then something that is a higher vibration and you're taking that in. So that's to me like something else extra with that.
0: I I like what you said too about, um, just that simple term of new perspective. Yes. That's like a really good, really simple definition of raising your consciousness is getting a new perspective. Yeah. Does it like change different? You. No, yeah. there's,
1: there's a nuance that it can't just be a new perspective. It has to be a higher level, higher level perspective. perspective Yeah, because <laughs> if you want to access higher consciousness, then you have to take the the perspective that is more liberating to you and maybe to the situation that you're viewing.
0: Yeah. And, uh, it was great that you brought up that quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson too, about nature, because one thing that I realized on my last walk, uh, or maybe it was yesterday and I was walking and looking at the trees and I was thinking, cause sometimes I get stressed about like, oh, where's, you know, money going to come from. Or like, you know, how am I getting, well, I'm, it's not that I'm like not paying rent, but it's like, oh, I'm, I, I worry about having more. Right. Mm-hmm. But then when I look at nature, it's like nature's always provided for. Yeah. Like the tree that's growing in that ground is never like, oh, when's the rain going to come? Or, oh, like, how am I going to eat or grow? It just, it just is. And it just grows and it just does its thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then also another thing too, looking at trees and you can see they just grow in like weird ways, but it's perfect. You know what I mean? It's like, you can look Mm -hmm. at a weirdly shaped tree and you never think oh, that tree's weird. It's just growing, doing its thing. Yeah. And that's like a lesson that you can take on as a human too, for like your own consciousness. It's like, this is my journey. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with where I'm at. There's nothing wrong with where I am. And yep. it's, you know, so that th- those are like a couple things that I gained from my walks. Recently. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Sweet. Well, next thing I want to speak to as well, it kind of goes along with uh, admiring nature, but it's also art. And this our art can come in many different forms as music as physical art, as like someone's paintings or drawings, or even the art of like, say, like sculptures, or for me, architecture, like I absolutely love architecture. Um, me too, and It's actually. just admiring the art. Wait, what'd yeah. you say?
0: Me too, actually.
1: Oh, sweet. Yeah. I mean, architecture, cool yeah. because we, we love Legos growing yeah. up. That's personally for me, like why, you know, I had the connection, um, but yeah, art, it's creation like the mm-hmm. the art that you observe and then admire it's it's a it's an expression of of creation that has never been had never been shared before by someone or something and so when we admire art it actually can reflect back to us the that inner knowing that we can create something new in our lives yeah. and raise our own consciousness <clears throat> which- yeah it's like No, it's a good
0: point. Like you're looking at art, you're looking at architecture and you're like, Holy crap. Like a human did this.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And like, or years and years ago, I, I honestly thought art was just ridiculous. I was like, Oh, what's the point? Like, why are people actually paid, you know, for, for like drawing that, or like, it doesn't make sense to me, but it was just that in my level of consciousness, I wasn't open to that to, Mm -hmm. to see how that can connect with me. But now as I've raised my own consciousness, expanded my level of consciousness that's something that I realized is actually very helpful is to admire art yeah. in any form. Like for me personally, um, music has been a huge help for me in expanding consciousness, especially when it comes to music that is at a higher frequency as in mm-hmm. music that shares messages of expansion and transformation and uh, people like human beings, like overcoming challenges and odds. And so it's, it's a, it's a way of, of being receptive to that, that message but then also like that higher vibration music that like lights me up. Yeah. That's that's honestly why um Incubus is my favorite band because their their lyrics I mean they're they're a uh, they're an alter- alternative rock band so that just resonates with me but their lyrics is actually what I really connected with the most mm. when I was a teenager because they they share messages of transformation and higher levels of consciousness. So yeah. that really helped me because I loved it and I connected with it.
0: Yeah. And I think too, on a deeper level, and this might not be a very apparent, you know, when you're looking at art or listening to music or whatever, looking at architecture, but it's like you subconsciously, if you're aware, you connect to how that person was feeling when they created that work. And that's what exactly. really like speaks to you. Like if you go to a live concert, sometimes it's like, wow, these people, like they're really like, they're in the zone right now. Yeah. And it's like inspires you where it's like there's something out there for me that's like that as well and we mm. probably all experience things like that where you're just so in the zone like time will just go really fast or you're just like creating something or you're drawing or whatever like building legos or doing something that's like exciting and creative to you and you're just in that flow yeah so when we look at art and we look at architecture and and, and stuff we can connect to that in other humans yeah and then it, it almost like collapses the the separation between us Mm, because it's like oh crap we're all the same and then you can you know you can go to an art gallery and you see people from all different walks of life like all different colors like all different social statuses like admiring the same art yeah and and, and, or even at like an incubus concert there's tons of people there that are from all different walks of life and it's that community and that collapsing the separation between people exactly yeah and i was just thinking when you when we brought up the art topic i was like your art's the best of all the art Hey, what is that from? From I, the I, office.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy trying to. It was like you're the, uh, the prettiest of, of Pan. The art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But then in that same that same scene, um, Michael shows up, and is like blown away yeah, by Pam's art. It's Like, oh my gosh! Like this is amazing. You did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I pay you for that? Yeah. Fantastic episode. Anyway, um, you want to share the next one?
0: We got deep breathing. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have a whole, I just realized we had a whole episode on that. I don't think we had that in the notes.
0: Yeah. The, breathing.
1: Yeah. I and mean, like how it expands yeah. consciousness.
0: Well, breathing is one of those things where like, it almost, it slows down your physiology. So like when you're good taking way. what in a good way. Yeah. Yes. It's like when you, when you're taking deep breaths, you're it's deep belly breaths. So you want to make sure that your belly is is expanding. Like you can put a hand on your belly when you're doing that so that it's not just staying up in your chest, Mm -hmm. because when you breathe into your belly, there's actually these barrel receptors in the belly that, that monitor pressure. So if you take a big breath, it activates those and it actually activates the parasympathetic side of your nervous system, which is the rest and digest side. And it's from that side of our nervous system where we can be more creative and more expansive and connect to higher levels of consciousness because mm-hmm. we're not in the sympathetic fight or flight where we're just trying to survive.
1: Yeah. And so, and, yeah. And on that note as well is like when we're in the survival mode, like fear, doubt, worry, and the sympathetic nervous system is activated, then we are solely focused on things that keep us alive or survival. And so the higher levels of our brains function are literally shut off or or yeah. muted like they cannot actually be active in that state and so deep breathing is really what shifts us like you said into the parasympathetic nervous system which you definitely gave more of the scientific approach the baroreceptors yeah yeah <laughs> they are responding to pressure but yeah like as you deep breathe and that activates that you get into more of the parasympathetic nervous system which then activates the parts of your brain like the neocortex or the prefrontal cortex which then is your ability to then connect with higher levels of consciousness yeah. where our imagination is our creative side is where, you know, rational decision-making comes from and art as well. Yeah. So yeah, the deep belly breathing is very helpful to access higher levels of consciousness. And you could probably do that alongside with everything. All you of said them. So yeah. Far. You can yeah. literally
0: do all of these things even in tandem. And I think it's, it's actually interesting that we both got into a little bit of the science there because now that I'm thinking about it in order to be able to access higher levels of consciousness, you really need to be in a state of like low stress. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't be in, you can't be in survival mode. Like you need yeah. to be in a space where you feel comfortable in your own body and comfortable in the space that you're in Yeah. so that you can start to think outside of the bounds of the current, like reality that you are, like you find yourself in, like you need to yeah. go to think new thoughts and think exactly. more expansive thoughts. And you're not going to do that if you're super stressed. Yeah. And so Another, another one we can add to this list is wh- whatever, so wh- whoever's listening, whatever, whatever you do that lowers your stress level or puts you in a state of relaxation, that's also a really good place to start for expanding consciousness too, because you need to yeah. be in that state. Yeah. to access it.
1: Exactly. hundred percent. And actually what the next on the list to share in terms of accessing like a practice to access higher levels of consciousness is a way of relaxing is meditation and meditation can can come in many forms. And like, that could be a part of like, say like the walking practice that you have like walking in nature and you can even see meditation as you're admiring nature as you're out on your walk. But personally for me, like I really love meditation with my eyes closed with some music potentially, or affirmations like a mantra that helps me just go into deeper levels of my own awareness and consciousness, because then you get to be able to notice your thoughts and your emotions and not believe that you're attached to mm-hmm. them or that you are your thoughts or emotions. And that, I believe that's, I believe why I put that on this list is like the last thing we'll cut it to is metacognition yeah. is like yeah. the like the pinnacle, honestly, of accessing higher levels of consciousness because you go beyond what your normal human system would bring up, like the patterns, the habits, the autopilot. So- um, Yeah, or
0: you, you, like the metacognition helps you realize that, the stories that you've been telling yourself in your head might not be true. Yeah. And so when you, when you think about that, then you have a, there's no other way. You have to know that you can go up in level or down. in like, you have to know that you're, yep. you're flexible on different levels of consciousness. If you understand that what you're thinking right now may not be true. Exactly. And so having the ability to look at what you're thinking from a level above is like that's that's a key and and all of these things that we've been talking about again how like you said help develop that
1: yep exactly yeah. and I'll, I'll give you actually an example of that cuz literally just this past week um and up until yesterday a like last night i have been uh really kind of stressed in my own life or um having some levels of like resistance to uh positive things in my life so like my my uh my morning routine of like meditation or exercise like kind of went out the window and um, I wasn't eating as well as I usually do. And so it was been the last like three, four days and I used metacognition to notice what I was noticing to recognize those feelings. And it, it dawned on me last night as I was journaling, because I finally got back to journaling. Cause I was like, all right, I, I really want to shift and change. So I did some deep breathing. I started to journal to, and then becoming more aware of my thoughts and those emotions and not again, believing that that's all I am. And I became aware of this, this unconscious fear that I had that rose up because on Monday, Vivian and I had closed on or not closed. We got an offer accepted on our first place together, which we're mm-hmm. really excited about. And it's a dream, really like a dream come true for both of us. But I noticed, um, oh, now I noticed, but that what was triggered in me when that was offered was accepted and that it's going to be in a month, we're going to close and then move in together in the next month or two. I realized, and Chris, actually, this is something I want to ask you about later on, like probably after this podcast episode, but um, I had this fear that I didn't realize until last night by using metacognition that I was afraid of losing my own freedom Hmm. because I've been living on my own for the last four years or three years because we lived together in 2016 to 2017. So yeah, it's been almost four years that I've been living on my own and I love my own space. Like I have my own office, I have my own bedroom. I mean, autumn, my cat lives with me, but (laughs) it's generally just me. And so signing all these like documents and papers to go forward with uh, closing on our first place, like it started to stir up within me this unconscious fear that I wasn't even aware of. But with metacognition, I was able to notice what I was noticing, access a higher level of consciousness and then make a new decision or tell myself the truth, which is I have nothing to fear. Yeah. I'll have plenty of freedom still. And, and it's going to be even better for our lives because this is what I want. Like, I want to live with her. I want to have our own place together. And it's real, again, like I said, it's a dream come true, but without metacognition, I wouldn't have been able to access the higher frequency or a higher vibration of thought that this is good. It's actually yeah. a part of my dream coming true. But those, just those fears that were unconscious and honestly, just like a false belief.
0: Mm-hmm. So well, it's, in, it's a great example that you brought up too because you can see in that example that if you didn't have the ability or the know or the knowledge to step back and then like increase your level of consciousness, there you can kind of see how that could have put a strain on your relationship 100%. And I feel like that happens a lot in our, our world today, it's just people are thinking based out of fear, yep, a lot of the times. fear, doubt and worry. And then when we think out of fear, doubt and worry, we, we, we are in survival mode and then everything seems more like a threat. Yeah. And then we don't have a chance to actually take a step back and say, what is this trying to tell me? And is there a better way that I could be thinking about it? Or is this really true? Yeah. And so, you know, I feel like this, this work is important because from you knowing to do that, you helped yourself, but then you also helped the relationship. Yep. So you, you, like you're the, the benefits of this work doesn't, it doesn't stop with you. Mm-hmm. Same thing with whoever's listening The the benefits of this work doesn't stop with you. Like it, yeah. it, it radiates outwards to everyone that you come into contact with and everyone that you interact with.
1: Yep. And, and it goes beyond that. I, I really believe as well is that there's something called, if you've never heard of this, that's called collective consciousness. And it's the collection of every single human being's consciousness on this planet, because We have, there's seven plus billion people and therefore seven plus billion brains, which are the access point for our consciousness. And of course our heart as well, it's connected with our consciousness, but um, most people are aware of that. It's, it's connected to our brain is that we have consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where we can become aware, but all of that is connected. It really is just as, as there's literally just one energy that is pervades this entire universe. And it's called the unified field. If you want to look that up in any scientific journals, unified field, it speaks to this this energy that is all connected and their consciousness is connected as well. And so as we change our own consciousness, up level our own awareness, then that does affect, of course, the people that we're connected with. But even more importantly, I really believe this is necessary now at this time in human history is that we need higher levels of consciousness to help in shifting and changing
0: yeah. mass consciousness. Have we talked on this podcast yet about the, um, the um, it wasn't Einstein, the the, the monkeys, the, the monkey thing theory? That example? No, I don't think so. The, that, the example that- of like one group of monkeys in one area of the world yeah. figured out that they could use rocks to open up certain seeds. And then once a certain level or a certain number of the monkeys in that population learn that, all around the world, the the, the all of the monkeys this of the same species also learned how to do that yeah. at some point, and it's like this critical mass like theory of yep. of consciousness, where if enough people do something, then it'll hit critical mass, and all of a sudden the whole world will eventually just like shift up. Almost. Exactly. And that was yeah. an example of it in monkeys that you can look up about them. Yeah. Figuring out how to do something, and then all the other monkeys like yeah just even though they weren't like the the key of that the key to that is that the, the the monkeys in this population they didn't interact
1: yeah they were like, on an, they were yeah, on an island a, on
0: an island yeah and so yep. around the world all of a sudden like yep. were, the theory is through this unified field
1: yeah exactly yeah. or collective and, and consciousness dude, yeah
0: I, I felt that a lot of times too like when there's like real like social turmoil around the mm. world or some kind of like political turmoil or something like i feel different Yeah. Even Even if if I'm not not plugged into social media, I'm not, I'm just like, something feels off Exactly the same way. Like she'll just wake up one day and be like, what the F is going on?
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Which again, it goes back to the point though. It's like why it's so important to do this work ourselves is because we're having a direct effect on the world by doing so. It's not not just just on us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What you just said just reminded me of a quote from, um, Dr. Strange, the movie, um, It's at the very end and spoiler alert, if you have not (laughs) watched Dr. Strange and you want to, even though it's been out for years, you should have, if you haven't yet, it's really good. Um, but at the end, the chosen one is having a conversation with Dr. Strange. And after all the lessons that she taught him, he, she said, this is that the one thing that you have yet to learn still is that it's not about you. And I get chills every time I see that scene because it's re- like that's true for all of us it's not about us it's about the change that we can make in the world and the impact that we can have on our planet and particularly in the lives of others so yeah. it's so important that we do this work and um, again these are just a handful of practices that help
0: yeah, it's a good way to end the podcast I think I think
1: so too so <laughs> uh, with that said, one final thing I, I want to give a gift. I-, I was feeling inspired before I was thinking like maybe I shouldn't I'm not sure but Coming back to, especially as we ended off this episode with this message about serving the world, I really want to offer this gift. So in my month, in my coaching business, I carve out some time for what are called strategy sessions and a strategy session is a full 60 minute call that you and I get to have. If you would so choose to help you where I get to help you and get clear on what struggles you're facing, what challenges you're facing and the patterns that you want to change then to get clear on your vision, getting connected with the life you'd love to create, and the impact, of course, you want to have on the world, and then action steps that I can help you discover to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Now, this session is worth two hundred and fifty dollars. However, if you're listening to this, then I want to give you to as a gift, as a complimentary session for now. Uh, so, if you'd love to have that session. And you know this would help you, then you can go to the link that is in the description of this episode and go to my calendar. So you can book a call. And so there'll be times and dates available there. So find a date and time that works for you, book that call. There'll be some questions for you to answer. So I can help you the best I can on that call. And I'll talk with you then if that resonates with you. And we'll close out the episode with that, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Well, I hope you all have a great day and I guess you, <laughs> I noticed that it's like, yeah, not y'all it's you. Like, cause one person listening, maybe. So I hope you have a great day and Chris and I will talk with you on another episode. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F carton.
0: Or at Chris J or our podcast or Instagram page at science and spirituality podcast. And if you feel guided to the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave review this way we can reach more people. And in that way, impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.